We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to The Morning After, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen, Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Sylvan Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, The Plowhawk, Action Jackson with you on a program that, uh, Doug, it's on YouTube and they were waiting for us this morning. Why? Because they want to see what we have to say about it. All right. Let me go in there. Well, we'll have a lot to say today. A lot of hot takes stored up over the weekend. <laughs> I've got the EDF systems hot take. Oh, so you're ready. Mittens. You're not you know? wearing them yet, I noticed. Well, the takes haven't gotten that warm yet. Uh-oh. I think there might be a problem. When they get ready. toasty, I'll <laughs> slip them on. Well, first off, Plowhawk was proudly playing Sinbad to... to to start things off. I heard yep. that. How many times has that aired on this? <laughs> I don't know. But is there I, a tracker? I like playing it on a little Monday morning. <laughs> How First long time does I've it heard go? it. You've yeah. never heard it before? Well, I don't listen to the station very often, but um, now that I found HD2 in the car, I put it on there so when I get in the car in the morning, it's on. No. You just now found HD2? Yeah. I don't know. We've how been to... on two years. No, I didn't know two... how to get it. 25 on my... wonderful months. Yeah. I didn't know how to get it on my. Uh, Mugganass, we're at four. Mugganass, St. Louis Acura. Mugganass, Burger, Alton, Toyota, sponsor the 7 o'clock hour. Yeah. I found it, and now it's on the preset, so when I get in the car, it's already on. And I heard Sinbad this morning talking Kobe Bryant. Yep. It's an 18-minute, 40-second hit. (laughs) I don't like people bitch. It's pretty good, actually. But it's been on probably 25 times. Oh, God, Doug. I'm going to go over. Yeah, 250 times. (laughs) Really? (laughs) No, we're not 250 times. Oh, my. Way more than 25. It's kind of a semi-troll job because I remember when it first happened, we were basically the Simbad Network. It played yeah. like two times in like two weeks, and we became the Simbad Network. Of all the interviews we've done, it's, it's odd that we would pick that one as our signature go-to interview. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a go-to. Uh, it's a go-to to text in because people have already done so, and we really haven't said all that much just no. yet. It's the Jeff Lottman Compass Realty text inbox, 314-881-TMA5, 314-881-TMA5. Jeff Lottman is online at J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Looking to buy a home or sell a home, work with Jeff. He has been doing it in St. Louis for 22 years with half a billion dollars worth of sales. He is online at J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. 
Realestate.com, and he went to Compass Realty because Compass is synonymous with the best luxury real estate experience in all of St. Louis, and that is what he is all about. Now you say luxury, and you think price point. No, 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 no. It's experience. It's experience. And that's what Jeff practices. You're looking to buy a home, looking to sell your home, work with Jeff Lottman, sponsor of the Compass Realty. Jeff Lottman, text inbox at 314-881-TMA5, and you can check him out at jefflottman.com. Doug, I mean, you it's a Sadie hmm. Hawkins. Where do you go? Do you go Chiefs-Ravens? Do you go Lions-49ers? Do you go Blues on a five-game heater? Uh, the Cardinals and their activity in the free agency? Well, I guess uh, you go with the last thing we saw, which would have been the Niners and the Lions. I think that's the right call. I guess. If I were building out the inverted pyramid, yeah. I'd go Lions-49ers, not just because it was the most recent thing, but because it was the most talked about thing. Mm-hmm. I had to watch it on a plane. I was coming back from uh, the south of France. Yeah. And, and that was private again? Or is that NetJets? Him. Of course it was private. But I didn't know you if you were on one rental. That? Yeah. So I watched it on my phone. It stuttered a little bit. So I, I saw most of it. Uh, hard to believe that Dan Campbell doesn't like field goals. It only cost him a trip to the Super Bowl. But <clears> I, see he's, <throat> I see he's defending that now as the, as the right way to go. The first one I kind of understood because they had the momentum and were moving, and I thought, yeah, maybe you get it there. The second one I thought to, to tie the game and still didn't go for it, that one I didn't get. The it was one, a 48-yarder, the second one. Yeah. The one they should have went for went the one right before half at the three-yard line, and they decided to kick a field goal to go up, I think, 24-7. That's correct. That's the yeah. one where I thought, you know, the Niners aren't going to score in 28, 30 seconds or whatever it was on the three-yard line if they didn't get it. I thought, you know, a field goal, it's, it's okay. It makes it 24-7. But I thought it would have been an absolute killer to do one of your little trick plays or whatever they have there and go up 28-7 to at half. And I think that would have been a little bit more momentum than getting that field goal. Yeah. That's the only time I wanted him to go for it on fourth and when they kicked the field goal. That fumble early second half after the Niners had scored, Lions get the ball back. First play from scrimmage. Then they fumble again. I think that that's probably the one that really turned it. That's the one that said, uh-oh, the Niners really are going to come back in a big hurry. And then the Lions were kind of scrambling after that. Well, you have, you have a, from both games, really, a bunch of self-enforced errors. Um, self-imposed? What the hell did I say? Who knows? What does it matter anymore? Self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. Thank you, Iggy. <clears throat> uh, that uh, whether it be the Ravens and uh, their fun and games – whether it be Lamar Jackson and his fun and games and Zay Flowers and his fun and games. On the Lions' side of things, uh, I, th- I feel like the play that started it all, the play that started it all, was the one that bounced off the helmet of the Lions defender and then to Brandon Ayuk's hands. Looked like it was going to be a touchdown, but he was down by contact mm-hmm. at the Lions' four-yard line. And then, as you made reference to, you then had the fumble on the ensuing play. And you also had uh, the series of coaching discussions with Dan Campbell, who did discuss that following the game. Here's what he had to say. I'd love to hear it. Hit the lever, Plowsy. Hit the lever, Plowsy. I got it, Doug. I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and, and not letting them play long ball. You know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. And I wanted to get the upper hand back, you know, and... It's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. I get that. But 
I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, it's hard because you know they didn't. We didn't come through. It wasn't able to to work out. But I just I don't. I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. But you know, we just just didn't work out. I agree with it. I mean, he's gone for fourth down more than anybody in the NFL this year. That's that's him. Why change now? It didn't work out, but he's not going to change what he does. Are you anti-results oriented? Yeah, I am. How about that, Doug? But you I, th- I kick shame. I do. I, well, I, I, I do. I think you. I know people were are defending it by saying, and I guess I get it. This is what they've do, been doing all season. So why change? You change based upon the opponent you're playing. In the Which situation. Is, in the situation, yeah. obviously, to go to the Super Bowl, you have the game in hand. Sometimes I know it may feel like, hey, this is what we would have done in Week 12 or Week 13. But you're also playing the 49ers who can flip the script on a dime and have done so the last two or three years. I, I, I get where he can come around. I feel bad for him because, I mean, he's going to hear about this. A lot moving yeah. forward. Pete Carroll still hears about throwing the football As against he the, uh, the Patriots. Yeah. Well, you hadn't stopped San Francisco most of the second half, so, you know, kick a field or tied, you give them the ball back, and we haven't really stopped them, so yeah, but it's a try one to possession. get some momentum back. Yeah, but the one-possession game thing is real. I mean, if you're not stopping them, why give them a chance to be up 10 with the ball? I, but I mean, if you, but he thought he could get it. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't do it if you know that's a terrible call, but we're going to try it anyway. He thought they could do it. The worst call I've ever seen was the third-down run when you needed all three timeouts at the end of the game. That was might have been it, the, all the fourth downs, I get it. That was insane. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you on that play. That Hawk. was the worst call I think I've ever seen in football outside of the Pete Carroll throwing for it when Marshawn Lynch could easily bowled those for a touchdown. Um, I disagreed with that call. Uh, I was surprised by it. Greg Olson, I thought he did a great job. That might be the last time we hear him on the number one oh, team. Man. That's a shame, too, because he's, God, so, he's good. so good. Um, and I was listening to my uh, sports media podcast, Andrew Marchand. Uh, he has a confidence level now of, I think, 89%. He's been calling it the Brady meter, that Brady will actually call games. <laughs> and I've always been shorting it. Maybe I'll be wrong on that one because I just never thought he would do it, but I guess he's going to do it. Uh, but, yeah, I thought Olsen did a great job in the moment saying you don't want to run the football here because if you don't get in, then you risk And then, sure enough, they run it. Don't get in. Don't even get close. 49ers are ready for it. And at that point, now you must get the onside kick. And if you don't, the season's over. And the season is indeed over for the Detroit Lions. More from the NFC Championship game. Here's Dan Campbell on a hell of a season coming to an end in a fashion in which it was a lot of self-enforced, inflicted wins. I think I said it pretty, pretty vividly. It's like getting your heart ripped out, and uh, it's, it's hard. You know, it's hard. And no, we didn't come in at half to nobody. We were doing backflips like, all right, we got this thing one. They know better. We all know better. We talked about it. We knew they were going to make a run in the second half. We talked about it. We knew we were going to have to weather a storm in the second half. And uh, so when they started to make a push, it was, no, we weren't surprised. We just couldn't counter back. And we've always been able to counter back. We just couldn't quite do it in this one. Dave Portnoy, as much as I give him grief, he had a great tweet, and I think I agree with him. In terms of, like, the landscape of Detroit, the city, the Lions have never won a Super Bowl, like, what that game meant, that was probably the worst loss I've ever watched. With, with you know, with the fourth down not converting, yeah. with obviously that ridiculous run play on third down to wait the timeout and basically to end the game before it really needed to be ended, that, what that city, that they 
filled Ford's field, like, out on a away game. They filled mm-hmm. Ford Field for a watch party, and that's how you end it. That had to be a top five worst yeah. loss ever. That's why I was pulling for Detroit. Oh, they, they never oh, I haven't God. been this upset about a team where I had no money involved and no affiliation whatsoever. I was really down about it. I came upstairs after watching yeah. the game. My wife goes, what's wrong? And I go, the Lions lost. She goes, do you have money? I go, no. I just... They covered. We can kind of empathize with a city that's falling apart. Yeah. They're actually mounting a Sunday charge. Yeah, they are. They've come back. I know they never won one. Have they ever been to a Super Bowl? No. No. Mm -mm. They haven't won a road playoff game since the 60s, right? Did I win? 1957, sir. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) I felt, and they're into the Packers division. I should hate the Lions. I was rooting so hard, and I'm with Tim. I felt terrible. I really was. I was down. I didn't care one way or the other on the other game, but on this one, I was really like um, i couldn't wait to uh to get home and watch it and be had no money didn't have money on anything i just really wanted to see them win and uh, now with the super bowl i'm kind of like yeah whatever i will not watch the super bowl oh, oh we have a protest <laughs> two teams i hate man i i know it'll be a good game i can't say i won't watch it i'll take that back that probably will p- glance but oh, I, there couldn't it. be two most hated teams i cannot stand either one so that sucks i think it'll be a good game Oh, yeah, I'm with you, Iggy. I'm not saying. the two best teams are in there. Although Baltimore, you would think, was a better team, but they didn't show it yesterday. Boy, that was a – Lamar now, Doug, uh, has a 2-4 and record in the playoffs and was just bad. I mean, it was bad. I don't know how much – I know you were traveling, so I don't know how much you got a chance to see. Well, we stopped in the Iberian Peninsula briefly, Tim. Oh, yeah, I knew that you – Crepes crepes and uh, caviar and some truffles. How are the, the, how are the truffles in January? Oh, Do you have your own truffle pig? Yeah. Uh, you have it on the plane next to the lady eating sabaro and you're eating caviar? Well, yeah. yeah. Sky it's, picking? Ooh. It was PJ. Yeah, he didn't. He ended up with 280 yards, but that was all the second half. Just when you're behind, all you're doing is throwing the ball. But, yeah, I mean, I think I think the, the Flowers one, that was close. Oof. I know he's trying to get in there, but, uh, you know, you got to protect that ball down there. You just shove it out there. That was probably the ball game. Yeah. And what about Taylor coming down to, to kiss on Travis Kelsey on the field? No. Oh, that upset you, Clousey? No. It's, I, you know, let the Swifties, the Swiftie train is running. I really don't know what to say about it. I thought it would have been over by now. It's so maybe okay, it is though, isn't it? The fact I, that she came down there, that's all right. I, I have, I'm fine with now the fact that the NFL has – Falling in love with Taylor Swift, I get it. Just because she's part a celebrity. Of the game. It, I mean, wives come down there all the time. Agree, Kids yeah. come down there after the game, and they're walking around. Just because his girlfriend came down, and she's a celebrity, so what? I didn't see what kind of security she had around her. Were they all around her? By that time, we had stopped over in Bermuda for a... But you're in Bermuda! Short layover. Seattle Well Simmons? I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, he greeted us. He greeted us on the runway there. And now Ziggy? <laughs> No, I have no problem with it at all. And I guess someone will probably see, um, what do they do in the off week? Doug? Prior to the, do they get the week off? I did. did you no, s- they won't take the week off. Do you see what the NFL did? They're so worried about the players staying in Vegas for an entire week on the Strip that the two hotels that each team is staying in are mm-hmm. 30 miles away from the Strip. Well, they, they want to get them away from the fans, too, as much as anything. I, yeah, I think a little bit of both, but I thought that was very funny. They're basically put them in the middle of nowhere. Just yeah. a great resort, obviously, but, like, nowhere near any, quote-unquote, trouble. Right. Because the uh, Grammys are next Sunday. And, oh, really? and Swift is going. I wonder if uh, Kelsey will go next Sunday. It's in L.A., so it's close to Vegas. 
Well, you know, I just don't know that. <laughs> he may have time to go. That's the big question. I don't know that that's the big question. It's a question, but I don't know how big it is. I was wondering if they gave him time off. Uh, I don't think they usually take, you know, they might get a day or two now, but they'll be hitting the, uh, they'll be hitting their studies very hard here over the next week and a half, preparing for the Niners. I wonder how big of a theme it'll be that uh, Taylor Swift is a part of the It will Chiefs. be the thing. You know it's coming. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it has to come in terms of the ratings and yeah. what the audience wants. You, you got to show her. I'm sure there's going to be a parlay of how many times they show her. She's going to be involved in a lot of those little $50 prop bets, you know, yeah. it heads or tails all along the national anthem. There's going to be a Taylor Swift one. I'm curious to what one it is. I wonder so if she's 49ers or minus one. Total Doug 47 and a half. Yeah, it's going to be a great Herb game. I wonder if she's had to cancel any concerts to go to some of these games or clear her Super Bowl schedule. Well, I think I said last week that, uh, and I think a listener corrected me, that <clears throat> she has a concert in Japan the night before the Super Bowl, but somebody told me it's the day after the Super Bowl she has a concert in Japan. Well, that might be hard to get to, too. Yeah. If she goes to the Super Bowl Las Vegas on Sunday night, you'd have to fly all night long to get to Japan. You really would. Even on a PGA. Like, yeah. That's a trip. Yeah. She's got to be there. I think she'll cancel the Japan stop. I don't know. She's probably going to make another $20 million if she does it, so. He had a hell of a game yeah. yesterday. Yes, he did. He sure did. Well, I should say he had a big first half. I think he only caught one pass in the second half. I didn't watch any of that game. Where that? were you? Were you vacationing somewhere as well? You were in the south of France? No, I hit up uh, West County Mall, hit up <laughs> Golf <laughs> Galaxy. Yeah, right there on Manchester? Hit up, yeah, QT uh -huh. for a pretzel, uh, and then hit up Lion Choice. <laughs> that sounds like more of my weekend. <laughs> that that, that, that well. sounds like a St. Louis <laughs> weekend right there. Mm -hmm. like. I had Lion's Choice on Friday. It's great. I had the new spicy chicken tender sandwich. Fine. It, spicy chicken? At it was like two spicy chicken tenders on. Mine's yeah. choice. You're supposed to get roast beef. Look, I've ran trains on that roast beef and ham and turkey. Oh I needed goodness. a little something different. It wasn't really my choice. So I wanted to please Madison. She um, cares what you eat? Well, I got a couple uh, golf gloves. Had to use my Golf uh, Galaxy gift card. Oh. And uh, so I figured, hey... You know, I made her look at putters and drivers. Mm -hmm. and no, yeah, you get to put a little bit there. They got yeah, I, some working. Ooh, <laughs> love some of those pings. But, yeah, I, did, I, I just bought the gloves. Almost jumped on a pair of golf shoes, but I, in my head I'm like, I don't need them. I think I'm, I was like you, Doug. I'm like, mm -hmm. be fine. I, I just don't need them. What size I, you are? About a nine in golf shoes. I got an eight and a half. I could be a little, it might be snug, but it might be, I'm willing to look at them if you want to bring them. I'll bring them, I have like four pair. I told you what happened to me at that Golf Galaxy when I was there a few months ago. I was looking at the used clubs, and I picked oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked up this, I guess it was a three hybrid, and I was looking at it, it looked brand new. And a voice behind me says, you won't be able to hit that club. And I'm thinking, why you? And I turn around, and it's Ozzie Smith. On a home run a, by the wizard. It's the wizard telling me I can't hit a three hybrid. <laughs> what one were you at? Were you on, uh, by the mall? The oh, okay. I've seen the wizard there, too. <laughs> it must be a regular. Hilarious. So I was out in uh, some tournament yesterday with Johnny Bench, Marcus Allen, and uh, some, oh, Reggie Jackson. Johnny tournament. Bench was here? No, no, no. This was out in West Coast. Oh. Out West, somewhere. I don't know where. 
Um, well, if you're looking for some golf equipment, SSM Health welcomes the St. Louis Golf Expo yeah. February 2nd oh, yeah. through the 4th at St. Charles Convention Center with 90-plus golf exhibits this year, the most they've ever had. Buy tickets online and get a round of golf and bonuses at the door while they last. Presented by the Post-Dispatch. Shop big brands with Pro-Am Golf where you can test and get fitted for your new set. Show off your skills at the Dave Sinclair Lincoln Long Putt Challenge. Give Iggy a run for his money at the DraftKings at Casino Queen Long Drive Challenge. And don't forget to stop by the Mick Ultra 19th Hole and have a beer or seltzer. The Expo is February 2nd through the 4th at the St. Charles Convention Center. Tickets still available at stlgolfexpo.com. Doug, we have that coming up this weekend. Okay. No blues hockey because you have the All-Star break following tomorrow night's Jim Dandy in central Ohio. So uh, I guess you can lock in on the AT&T Pro-Am at Pebble Beach because other than that, there will be nothing going on. I mean, is this mm. like the deadest of the dead this Gosh. weekend? Well, you got the Cardinals. They're going to get Blake Snell. And They're getting Snell. Oh, they are. Ballinger for sure. Jackson, am I right on that? Is this the deadest of the dead? Uh, in sports, depending on, on your perspective, you know. College basketball, baby. Yeah. yeah. If you're if you're oh, a hoop nut, this yeah. is, uh, you're okay. But in terms of main cultural mainstream, yes, this is a very dead period up there with when the when Major League Baseball takes the All Star break. Yeah, that's the, the worst that's day. That's the, the worst day one, after yeah. the All Star break. There's nothing. There's no high school. But college, at least most people can get outside. Yeah, there's yeah. that. Yeah. From a straight sports what the hell you, I have no idea what the hell you do. Is this real that Terrell Hatton signed with Liv an hour ago? Yeah. That was it, right? And it's now on John Rom's team. <clears throat> I put it out over the weekend on Twitter. I didn't mean I didn't. <laughs> oh, you broke the news. You broke it. I didn't know you put it on Twitter. I just saw it this morning, and I didn't know if that one's going to be a link. I'm sorry if I interrupted a, a story that was coming. No, or... a lot of people didn't know that. I just didn't know he was even in talks. With, uh, only 60 milli, too. It seems like a steal yeah. for what they've been handing out. Right. And I don't know if that's what it <laughs> Does it, does it <laughs> affect you at all? No, it does. No, Doug, it doesn't affect you. Okay, don't be upset by it. I'm just bringing up another news story, okay. Doug. That's what we do. We're a news outlet. Well, the news broke on Iggy's Twitter feed. I'm surprised you're a little late <laughs> to the party. I did not know that. Yeah, I had uh, <laughs> You had it? I don't know if I got any responses to it. I had it up there, though. <laughs> see what we got I'll tell you here. exactly what I... January 26th, Ram, Moronk, Hatton. Now they need a fourth pretty strong team going into next Friday, Live Golf. Yeah, that's and then a rest in peace to Jesse Jane. That's what I see. I don't oh, see a yeah. tweet. I guess you guys talked a lot about Jesse Jane, right? Uh, yeah, that happened. Because I knew, I knew the guy she was living with. Yeah, they. I know they, Brett Hassan. Yeah, I saw uh, mm-hmm. that John Ball is one of his friends. Yeah, I know his dad real well. He's Golden Griffin. Gary. Right? Yeah, they were both his dad, Gary, and him with Golden Griffins. His dad was a tennis coach at St. Louis U for a while. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know him well. Really sad story. Brutal. Really horrible. I didn't know he was living with Jesse Jane. I don't think anybody did. It was kind of private. I think even on his profile page, she didn't never promoted the fact he was dating Jesse Jane. Yeah. Yeah, very sad. That was sad. We talked a little bit about. Him. Yeah. Tim, can you please ask Ken to stop clearing his throat directly into the mic? Oh God, oh my I don't God. hear it. I just yeah, I don't either. They just make it up as they go along. Here we go. <laughs> oh yeah. Jackson actually, when he was sitting in your chair while you were in the Hamptons, Doug. He actually acknowledged that he was clearing his throat. You can hit, I have to do it too, but you can hit this mute button. Can you hear it when I do this? Could you hear that? I couldn't. Because I hit the mute button. 
Well, you I can't reach over there. You can reach over there. You can move it. Just move it. <laughs> what it's not object? anchored to the table. Yeah, it is. It, it isn't. It won't move any further. It it's, will. It's right there. See, it's moving now. That's as far, and I still got to... Huh? Oh, no. Uh, Jackson, uh, we had the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Uh-oh. The great Jamie Burkhardt issued an edict that KGNO Town needs to oh, contend sure. in 2024. They're online at stlouisaccurate.com and altontoyota.com, and then there's a secret number. Uh, Doug says it takes you to the muckety mucks, 314-252-0029, and work with the best, and the best is Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast. Ryan Seiberg and the service department. Even if you can get your car from there, get your car service there. Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Munganass, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota. Well, Doug, another fun tournament this weekend. Tory Pines mm-hmm. with people you've never heard of competing yeah. to win. Jackson, uh, what do we have here? It's the yeah. fourth long shot in a, in a row this one so far this year, I think. Plus 12,000. I think the lowest price was Kirk. I think he was plus 4,500 to win. Still a lot of long shots so far. Doug, you got your act kicked, I think. You oh, did three I? People met oh, that's shot, right. You had three oh, or six yeah. make it to the weekend. That's a You're problem. Done. I don't know who anybody's, other other than mine, I don't even know what you guys picked. Okay, Doug had uh, three guys miss the cut, so he finishes with 298 points. Uh, KG and O-Town fared a little bit better, actually considerably amount better. He only had one guy miss the cut. That was, of course, Jay Day. Uh, he had 389 points. And coming in first place, reclaiming his throne, Ken Iggy Strode had all but one make the cut. That was Christian Bezaden, how he missed the cut. Iggy finished with 406 points, taking the Farmer's Insurance. Wow, contract. that's a big win. So uh, we're now even at two and two. You got the Farmer's? Can we cash? Uh, no, not even close. Oh, not even close. The children in the community. I cashed in my game. I, I mean, I guess you are six points short of cashing five dollars. Great. Ooh. Got to do all the research, and the kids still suffer. Yeah, because I cashed uh, in my game by one and a half points, and it came down to Stephen Yeager having to make a birdie on 18, or I don't cash. And he made the five footer for the birdie, and I beat the guy in last place by one and a half points. It's oh, a big week for me. Six bucks in NFL. That is a Buck big week. Fifty in the PGA. Whoa! Seven fifty you made this weekend. <laughs> go buy a Andy's custard tonight. Well, all right. What what flavor, boy? As eh, you get the strawberry concrete. For seven fifty, you can get one of those. Well, it cost me a little bit. Up, I think it's like eight something. Oh no! Wasn't enough to cover it. I got some quarters. Mm, upside in down. Tell you what, Madison found the point called Sugar Witch. What is that? I'm about, to, I'm about to get them on. I'm gonna try to get them on as a sponsor. They're unbelievable. What do they say? Like it's like different forms of like ice cream sandwiches. Ooh, I and love had, an ice cream sandwich. And they had a big like banana choco taco style. It's like banana, banana Foster's like ice cream. And nonetheless, they have a blackberry. They have a rice crispy treat one. That place is fire as hell, man. Where is it? Um, somewhere in the city. I forgot exactly where. Found it and lost it. Well, I don't. I, I'm not good with directions, so I can't say what municipality or what area. Just uh, look at. I mean, Google is so easy to find. Just go look up the address. Okay. Sugar Witch. Don't it's Sugar not a Witch. free plug. I'm just saying I had it and it was unbelievable. I think you know, sales team for listening, they'd be a good sponsor. They are fantastic. Are they? Really good. Oh, it's so good. Burke, you want to be my bed bunkie this weekend? That's from Sweet Sweet Kai. I thought that guy gets gaped by the recovering alcoholic. Mm. That'd be great. I'd love to. I haven't seen Kyle in forever, so. 
That's right. My favorite hole in the property. It'd be great to be his bed bunkie. <laughs> sure. Where are you going this weekend? Uh, Scottsdale. Oh, oh Bill. God, Doug guy. to be 25 with a full head of hair. And heading to Scottsdale on the worst weekend mm. of the year. God. You, gonna take Man, you got it all figured out, Jackson. Yeah, doing my thing. You taking your clubs? Yeah. Oh, you bastard. You taking the uh, Comrex to do a balloon party remotely? Hell nah. Whoa, oh, whoa, you, whoa, 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 whoa. Can you imagine whoa, whoa. that was one of the stipulations? I'll fill in a day if you need me. Wake up at night. You want to come in? I'll do a show for you. I think they might be happy. 636ers will be real happy about the Chiefs. In general, they're real happy about the Blues. I think that that... Uh, I think they might be happy today. Well, Jackson, I, you think they'll be happy? I think there's a, a big contingency of people who are rooting hard for the Lions. Oh, yeah, that um, was the killer. Yeah, if you could have gotten Lions Chiefs. Well, I'm not coming in today. I'll oh. come in when Jackson's off. Thursday and Friday? If you need me to come in today, I'll come in. I'll just do some research on sports before you do. <laughs> Look at you, <laughs> pulling yourself up by yeah, the bootstraps. QFTA. Yeah. No, I can talk sports when I have to. Archie Marsh is going to be in there. Yeah, he's got a playful posse. Yeah, why don't I need to be in? Now he's out. He's out. We're done. You don't want to use a crowd. The mm. weather is supposed to be astastic. I'm bummed. That's from Sweet Sweet. You got bad weather in Scottsdale? Friday, it's supposed to have some rain. And, of course, that's the day we're playing golf. Oh, I'm so. sorry, Bill. Uh, but, you know, things change. Seasons change. Expose? Was that expose? I don't like know who it was, Tim. Nine? I mean, the coldest it will be is, like, the mid to low 60s, so... W for me, I say. You know what I learned that absolutely blew my mind about weather? And I'm not kidding. So, you know when you it says like 30, 40, 50% chance of rain? Sure. It may have been on the fan page. I have no idea it, where I, I read this. It actually doesn't mean a 50% chance. It's 30, 40, or 50% of that area is going to see rain. Did you know that? And it's not the, it's not the percentage of... How and just how much of that area is going to be raining? It's yeah. going to be thirty percent of the St. Louis area, forty percent of the St. Louis area. Isn't that a good little nugget? I don't know if it matters either way when you look at it, but I just I always thought it was the percentage chance of it raining on me. But what Ooh. if it's like what if I have Creve Core typed in and it says seventy percent? Does that mean like they have it I'm localized not, like that? Look, Jackson, I didn't go deep down. <laughs> no. This is just these stats that I have. I was, I I was under the impression right. it was chance of precipitation. I was, too. That's what I thought. I think it is. Who says it isn't? Who gave you this information? Uh, fan page. I, I, I can't. Cletus? It was not Cletus. Well, how can, how can like, uh, let's just take Doug's big channel, KMOV, when they do a weather forecast, they say tomorrow 40% chance of rain. Well, they're going out to a huge area. They're not just going, when they say 40%, now, we got to break it down because we know the whole <laughs> listening audience is different. So it's 40% in Maryland Heights, 30% in Creve Corps, 20% in Oliva. I mean, no. It can't. No. They, they, do, do. they do one 30% chance of, of rain. I'm telling you, I, no, we're this is, I, I am accurate, though. It is correct. that I am. I'm, I just looked it up. It, it is exactly what I was saying it is. Yeah. I don't understand it either, but that is exactly what it is. Well, then, I'm blown away by it. So that's it. I don't well, want to get too involved in weather. Based, based on that, the numbers would change wildly depending on how large an area you're talking about. If you're a small market and you're, you only cover a small geographical area, the chances of any part of that area getting rain could be like 100% if a storm was moving in. Correct. Whereas if you lived in a very large area, geographical area, like St. Louis, because the rain chances are going to be much smaller because there's a good chance your area won't get in another area in that market would. Now I'm so damn confused. 
I didn't want to make it a topic. I just, we were on it. It hurts. Talk about weather. Okay. I think, yeah, Scottsdale will be so fun. Well, I think today you're going to see the sun for about the first time in two weeks. All right. We got a little forecast here, Doug. Design I heard it was raining cool. while I was away. Online yeah, at designairservice.com. Sponsor of the email of the day. Only a few more days left for the January Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. What do we got, Iggy? Oh, high of 51 with sun. Yeah, a little later on this afternoon. Clouds are going to break. It's going to get sunny. It's going to be 50. So it just feels a lot warmer. The sun's out. We haven't seen the sun in You're right about weeks. That, Gets up to 59 on Thursday. Doug, we might have to have an orgy. Jackson, you won't be there, though? I'm out. Unfortunately. <laughs> Might be warmer here than in Scottsdale. Yeah, yeah. You taking your oh, trunks no. to Arizona? Yeah. That's right. Better grab this little yellow thing in here. <laughs> your little tube. Oh, the diaper? The Jamaican life diaper? Vest? Diaper. Oh. Will you need the life vest, Jackson? Oh, I'm not answering. He's not playing diaper games. Playing diaper games. Design Air Heating and Cooling is online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. How's QFTA sound today at 11.10, 11.15, Jackson? Perfect. All right, there it is. Looks like we're only three shows away from being able to do it the entire month of January. Who would have thought? Send your emails in for QFTA. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Uh, questions, comments, erotic stories. Had a guy send an email in about how he shaves his uh, b-hole. Oh. Uh, and then he got his ass eaten by ah, his ah. girlfriend. Oh. And he bicks it. What do you want? He bicks it. He takes like a straight edge razor to his hole. Oh. oh there's no way. Dude. You can't so I, Yeah. One cut, oh. you have an I'm infection. telling you. You can't even see back there. That's what I was wondering. So the whole email was essentially about salad tossing, but oh. I couldn't get past the fact that he takes a straight-age razor to his hole, and then he listened to the podcast and emailed me. He goes, yeah, I, I do, and, I, and I've and i never had a nick or a cut. Oh. This guy's a champion. Wouldn't you need some sort of uh, mirror on a stick to I'm, see what you're doing? I told like you, a dental instrument? I told you how I got hemorrhoids, right? Clip that off. No. I was, I was in between boxers and briefs. <laughs> Like transition so, period. It right. went that transition period where boxers were a little bit too. I'm getting too old for them, yeah. but I was so used to them. So the boxer briefs, I just couldn't adjust, couldn't really get mm. to them. So I had this two, three week stretch of just absolute free balling. Oh, and I would typically man. maybe wear a light athletic short, but sometimes when the pant is really tight, it's just just straight up jean and me. Oh. So I know I understand that's like a faux pas with. You know, the pubes and the uh. the sack. But I had a little cut from the jeans, and that caused the hemorrhoid. Uh. I could not imagine uh. taking a bit to mine. Impossible? <laughs> I didn't know that even was in lot. It can't cause a hemorrhoid. I think it did. I don't think so. Hemorrhoids it was are... inflammation and swelling. irritate one. But... Yeah, I had to use hemorrhoid cream work to get it away, so I just assumed it was. was... I had to, you know, WebMD like my symptoms because going to the doctor that I've never met and dropping trow and... You know, gaping for a oh, what is a cut when I when I'm still at that point free balling. I'm still in that, so it was just weird. It was awkward. So yeah, I just got hemorrhoid cream and it worked. If you start googling some of a, a symptom that you have, it's over. You'll, yeah, you'll come to the conclusion that you don't have very long to live. Uh, it, it was <laughs> either hemorrhoids truth. or I was dead in a week. So I was like yeah. banking on that to be. Yeah. I always thought hemorrhoids was either from wiping too hard or forcing out a bowel movement. Really? Uh, I think it's, it's the latter, yeah. yeah. That's why ladies always get uh, hemorrhoids after a kid because they're, you know, you're pushing out the kid. 
Right. And ladies get hemorrhoids a lot of times after delivery. That's when I realized it wasn't a joke. And he just wanted to sit and talk to my b-hole for three whole songs for $100, which in my opinion is not quite enough money for the things he said to my b-hole. He named it Linda. <laughs> I mean, Ladies for a champ. Bucks, for hundred bucks, you'd let somebody call you anything, wouldn't I'd you? I let them name my anus Augustus James and what have him talk in an English stick? accent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do never, not care for that. Yeah, talk to it. You know, I've never worn a pair of boxers. Oh, Iggy has never. There's another. <laughs> That's actually a good one. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna stop now. I'm not gonna give them out for free. I like that. <laughs> yeah, because it's so it's valuable. Good only fans. Yeah, it's selling like hotcakes. That one's um, great though. No, but I've never owned a pair. I just think they're a waste because there's no support there, and after you go to the bathroom, it's just kind of dangling there, leaking still. There's nothing to. What? It'll stop some of the leakage. It'll absorb a little leakage. Not if it's hanging there. It's you got no fabric covering it. It's just hanging there. There's fabric on boxers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in front. But if what if it's dangling there? It's just like what's dangling? Hanging down straight. It's hanging down by your leg, and it's there's no support down there. It's much more of a pendulum, and some people like some things. Some people like things. Don't like some people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing that hoodie today. I should be. Yeah, look at that. That's PLT, Doug. Mm -hmm. I always wear briefs. Yeah, you got to start charging for that kind of information. Yeah, I'm not giving up for free That's anymore. That's too valuable. Well, people like to hear that every day, but I'm not going to give it out every day for free. <laughs> the people That's owe you. That's a tease. Now it's... They owe you. You leave the audience wanting more. You stop, and a week later, they're begging for it. For telling people what kind of underwear you wear. Well, people owe you money. People probably thought, I wonder if he's ever wore boxers. I don't think oh. anyone had the thought. Something happened yesterday that I'd never done before. What was that? Right in the middle of a shower is I've got everything lathered up. Yesterday was hair day. I only wash my hair every other day. Uh, I got my hair full of soap. My whole body is soaped up. On my face, water goes off. What the hell is going on here? I can barely see. I get soap in my eyes. I'm trying to wipe up my eyes. Go to the faucet, nothing. Kitchen sink, nothing. Water went off. Water leak. I'm trying to wipe off all this soap with a towel. And the water didn't come back on for like four hours. So I was oh. sticky all day. Oh. You've got to get out of that Section 8 apartment complex. <laughs> it was a water main break. I don't know what they can do about it. Fix it. Well, they did. <laughs> I don't know who called these guys. I mean, I got out of the shower and I could trying to wipe soap off. And then I put my clothes on over soapy skin. And my hair is still full of soap. All I can do is wipe it out and... So I go next door to my neighbor, and I said, is your water off? Yeah. In five minutes, this is so ma- mainly ten minutes after the water went off, there's a water truck out there. God love them. I don't know who called them so quickly, but they were out there within ten minutes. They were out there in that cold weather for four hours fixing that thing. Took four hours, and then you got back in the shower to get all that soap off. As soon as the water went, I went back in the shower to get the stickiness well, off. What did you do walking around for four hours with soap all over you? No, I got it off as best I could with a towel. Yeah. And I had uh, some bottle water in the... Um, I always have three bottles in there, but I'd fill it up myself. I have three empty Gatorade bottles that I just fill up with water myself. This story got to be... Yeah, well, if you're looking at the text inbox at home. This is from the renter's round table. 
Well, it's nothing to do with being poor. It has to do with instead of buying all this bottled water. Filling up I'm Gatorade bottles with water and calling that bottled water, that's as poor as it gets. Well, and showering I mean, with it. I, I mean, have bottles of water. This happened during the Coolidge administration, didn't it? <laughs> this is like the Great Depression Indeed. stories. I don't want to drink tap water right on <laughs> the tap. It's not cold enough. So I always have three bottles in there. If I get done drinking one, I fill it up, put it to the back, and then the other two come forward. And I always have cold water in there. So I had three of those in there. And uh, so I use that to kind of wipe it off my face. Oh, God. But. We needed video of this. I imagine you sitting there with gloves with the fingers cut off, trying to start a fire. Maybe sell an apple or a pencil. Is there Go down to the docks to see if they're hiring that day. <laughs> right. God, Shoes with story. no toes. A great story. Yeah, I had a pair of socks with a hole in it. Uh, how about this? Stephen Wildwood's getting on board. He says, I have an Iggy I've never, too. Iggy, I've never shut up. Also, no. I know we're going to be light on sports for the next two weeks. Can we limit the amount of times we talk about ass-eating? It is effective for my fasting in the morning. Mm. That's from Chairman Steve. Doug Milagro okay. Tequila Listener of the Year 2023. Yes, uh, you can be the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month for January 2024 by going to TMASTL.com. Uh, and signing up. And the great news is you don't even have to use your real name. That's so important. TMASTL.com, Milagro Tequila, listener of the month. And it's Milagro. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. Doug, why don't you tell us about our title sponsor? That would be Brown and Crouppen, and they are here to serve you if you think you ever might have a potential personal injury lawsuit. Brown and Crouppen is a local law firm that's been around since 1979 in St. Louis. That makes him, what, 44, going on 45 years old. Now, Also now one of the largest personal injury firms in the entire Midwest. And being local is very important. They know their way around the local environment. They know the local courts, the other attorneys. They know the judges. They know how the court system works here. And that can be a big advantage for you if you ever need a case. They'll give you a free evaluation. They work on a contingency basis. No upfront cost to you if you don't get paid. They don't get paid, and they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. They're also a big part of the community, and they value that. think it's very important. They're involved in many charities and community events, everything from Annie Malone and Sister Strut to the Stray Rescue Program. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call them. I'll give the number now, 314-222-2222. Here it is again, 314-222-2222. Or you go to brownandcrouppen.com. Make sure to let them know you heard about it here on TMA. We've gotten to know Terry Crouppen, Andy Crouppen, Ed Herman. They've all been in studio. Great guys, and they'd be great guys to have on your side if you have a case. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. Uh, we're two weeks away from Thanksgiving on, uh, or for, from Valentine's Day, excuse me, on Thursday. Why Thanksgiving? I don't know. I don't have the answer. That sounds to amazing. Oh, that summer passed by quickly. Yeah, shot right yeah. through. Uh, so if you are looking for a Valentine's Day gift, go to Glenn Betts Jewelers, G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z, jewelers.com, located one mile east of 270 on Manchester in De Pere. Glenn Betts Jewelers been in business in St. Louis since 1941 and now operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. That's Craig and David Betts. The Glenn Betts difference is you're served personally. You're not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family as well. In the jewelry business, there is good, better, and then there is Betts. I wish they had a jingle. Maybe we ought to get together after the show, Doug, and write one. and then we They have see. one. 
good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good is better and your better is bets. Glenn Betts Jewelers. Dot com. I believe Craig is coming in studio. Oh, is he really? Uh, this week, if, cool. I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. There you go. Yeah, he and I studied advanced <clears throat> quantum physics in the sixth grade at Tillman. That's correct. Yeah, Tillman. Tillman, Tillman Trailblazers? Uh, I don't know if they had a nickname back then. I think they're the Tillman Trailblazers. Are they? Can I make a suggestion what to maybe look at? Because my mom had it. And it was the coolest thing ever. What to look at? Uh, <laughs> look well, at this, look at that. Well, we got it. We got it. She, my dad got it at Betts every year. But he started buying my mom charms for her charm bracelet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she had the most gorgeous charm bracelet. It had like 35, 40 charms on it. Because like for her birthday or Christmas, my dad would always go to Bess and get a new charm. And she had like all these charms, maybe the kids' names on it, different things on it. So if you're kind of young and you want to get something that you can do every year, maybe a charm yeah. bracelet. Yeah. There you go. Nice Perfect idea. for oh, Look at this. Look at that. That's what you could say well, as you're going to the charms. <laughs> Today on Renters Roundtable, plumbing and electricity, do you have them? And 401ks, finding out your employer's attempt to help you save money that you could spend on another streaming service. That's today on Renters Roundtable. Doug, that's the Milagro Tequila texture of the year, Arbor Day, with his thoughts. You do have to stiff arm the employer when they try to give you free money. Don't take it. It's a trick. No, it wasn't a trick. And you said earlier, if you win... uh... You don't have to use your real name. Correct? For the Malacca Tequila List or the month, that's correct. Well, when you pick something up, you got to show Jody an ID. So if you come in and say, I'm the Shrewsbury Butter Squirrel, okay, mm-hmm. you have an ID. I'm sure that, that won't cut doesn't it. say on there. You have to use your real name when you sign up. We just won't release your real name. Ah. For legal reasons, yes, you have to give okay. your real name. Is it really legal reasons or is it just we're trying to protect these people from their employer and their wives and the family there's no legal reason why you can't mention someone's name no i'm not i'm not saying that i'm saying for the contest proper you have to use you like that contest proper i didn't mind it there's no law saying we can't give out the name but we just choose not to well doug and i do that every once in a while yeah, I'll give out a name. Screw them. They know who we are. Yeah, if it's vile. Let people you know. know who you are. Sure. My wife insists I shave my ass just in case Stephen wants to take my butt instead of hers. Hi, Plowsy. That's from Sean Mahoney's Dead Eye. Mm. I haven't heard from him in a while. No. He He's... sold me my computer. You ever get Apple on it? <laughs> Is that still in here? That's gone. Oh. No, my my desktop. He sold me that. What happened to the laptop that was here for I a while? I took it home. You ever use it? I tried to. There's just... Thing I can't get rid of on there. What? I don't know. I, the virus. No, I push the mouse around to get X out of this thing, and I can't X out of it. It just sticks on the front of the screen. It won't oh, go no. away. Do you turn it off and then turn it back on? Yes. I have it charged up. There's a thing on there you can't get Well, off. I want to click on, like, uh, the Internet or click on Google. or I can't get to it. There's something in the middle of the screen that I can't X out of. And I click on close. It, it won't let me click. Well, why don't you bring it in and see if someone uh, can help? I haven't had the time. So this beautiful Apple laptop just goes it won't sitting go. dead in a corner somewhere? No, it's working. I just can't. There's a, a screen on there I can't get rid I can't X out of. But I'm telling you, bring it in. Someone can help no, you get Maybe I will because it's doing me no good now. Is it like a tutorial where you just hit, like, next? No, it won't let me, it won't let me, go, it won't let me go back. It won't let me do anything. I don't know. How. I'll be turned. <laughs> Well, I'd like to get that fixed while you still have electricity. 
Guys, I didn't read the paper Friday, so I must have missed the Dan Caesar article that Pepper and Genie has now replaced TMA. Please let me know which station Tim and Doug have moved to. Mm. Jesus! Gosh. That's from the Banty Boy in Bridgeton, and he's not happy this morning. Doug, well, why aren't they happy? I don't know. They well, don't like you and I much. should stop talking. That's fine. This dumbass can come in and do my job. I don't care. Oh. Banty Boy in Bridgeton. He'll be the poor up. Yeah, if you live in Bridgeton, I... Uh-oh. There's a lot of things going on there. Uh-oh. What's going on in Bridgeton? <laughs> What's going on in Bridgeton? Hey, live out there by the airport. Lift, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. You're driving a forklift? Moving luggage, yeah, at the airport. You're out there trying to talk during dinner and you hear planes going overhead. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you got to put the airport somewhere. That doesn't mean you got to live by it. <laughs> Evian, Aquafina. Dasani, and coming to a Facebook marketplace near you, Ken Brand bottled at the source of a Maryland Heights dormitory. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener, who some day may be in the Hall of Fame. Now, what high school do you go to if you live in Bridgeton? Pattonville. Home of the Pirates? Is it Pattonville? That's right. Pattonville seems like a long way away from Bridgeton. No, it's right there. Well, there's no room for isn't schools it? there. You got an airport and some hotels. Isn't Berkeley's right there, too? Isn't Berkeley High? Is that, That's or is that McClure McClure South. South now? And yeah, they combined. But I think you'd be Pattonville. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Uh, Doug, we uh, set uh, Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship matches oh, God. while you were out. Oh, really? You're trying to go against Big Old Fan, but Big Old Fan doesn't participate? Not feeling. I mean, texting everything else besides, yes, I'll be in. So I feel like that's a no. I'd be surprised if Big Old Fan made himself yeah. public. That would be my guess, just kind of based on... What I've seen over the years. Uh, Iggy, you are playing who? I forgot. Yep. <laughs> I'm such Mr. a big, I'm such oh, a this big, big moment. Was it Licks? Did Licks say would play? Mr. Licks is in. Okay, yeah. then it's me and Mr. Licks. Jackson, who do you have? Ciders, comma, Mr. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I've got a rematch with the Pope. Um, in my opinion, since I lost, I'm just saying he cheated because that's my default position. And since you are not going to be able to get big old fan to come out of hiding, you said, what about Todd Reesing and Todd Reesing? I think Reesing. he was, yes. Todd Reesing said, I finally listened to the third segment on Friday oh, when you talk about the future golf match and heard my name. I'll call in later if that was real. That's from Todd Reesing, former quarterback at Kansas. I mean, texts are good, right? Doug, uh, <laughs> would you prefer a text or a call from Todd Reesing? We well, can talk to him either, about that game. Either's fine. I'll call in if it's real. <laughs> would you hear a fake podcast? So if if I don't, maybe I can go with Stephen Wildwood. We had a, a couple of good battles this past summer just for I'd fun. I'd be very worried about Stephen Wildwood know, this year. He's trending. He's trending, Doug. I get it, but he should be in a feature group, you know, and I feel like if he wants to go 
with me. I think we could maybe probably play heads up, straight yeah, up. I would, I'd be fine with that. I know he's gotten a little better. Who's Doug playing? Doug, who do you oh, want? Oh, Doug wants you to want play. Todd then you can play. I mean, I'm just saying, if Todd Reesing doesn't want to play, then I'll play Stephen Wildwood. When is this? Uh, April 28th. April. April 20th. I'm out of town some of April. Going yeah, back to Monte Carlo. Vacation. To check, oh, vacation check shaming. Check on the suites. <laughs> yeah. Like the vacation shaming. Uh, you got to check on the villa at Let's least every see. four months. Uh, no, I should be. I should be back. Oh, you just accepted Todd Reesing's challenge. Oh, well, I don't, I, you know, I'm not a very good player. Well, I'll play Todd Reesing if you wanted to play Stephen Wilder. Ooh, I mean, a Jim uh, Dandy. That's a Jim that's Dandy. A what a feature, what a feature pairing. I know. You I didn't play in Dallas last week. Oh, yeah? How was your ball striking? Tee to green, I'm okay. Wow. But I, I give up a shot on every green on every hole. What do you mean? Putting. Well, you're I can't, putting can't get the chip close and can't putt very well. So rating can, greens or putting? I could mm. shave 15 strokes off Holy my game. Holy crap. If I if I just was a little bit better around the green, I really could. If you take a three putt, you chunk it or you blade it. Uh, now I'm hitting everything too hard around the green. My approach shots are too far, and my my first putt is way too short. Mm. I'm afraid of the first putt. Doug, with the chips, and I never a... learn. I do the same damn thing on every hole. Doug, with the chips, you find a landing spot. You just find maybe it's a leaf, maybe it's just a, a ridge. Mm. You look at that landing spot. Don't look at the hole. Yeah, and that that'll help. Well, that should help me. Admiral Pegger is raging. Uh, I, mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. I guess he doesn't like shaming careers, I guess. Was it was there a career shame? I don't believe so. There was a, uh, there was a Bridgeton shame. I said he drives a forklift at the airport. Okay, I guess that's like, what it is. I mean, Out of the talent who the talent two talentless hacks that push buttons and play radio host have the audacity to talk trash about others with actual careers and lives. The burnout and the wrinkled corpse need their mics turned down. That's from Admiral Pegger. Gosh. Now that's what did I say about your job, Pegger? Now that's a forklift drive. He trashed Bridgeton. That, he, he took it so personal. I wasn't just bringing up the airport. I will I'll trash this if you're a Pegger. <laughs> that's, not much, that's not much of a job. He's reached admiral status, no less. <laughs> yeah. He has a fake name texting into an HD2 show. Like, mm-hmm. you can call me a stoner burnout all day. That, that, that does not affect me whatsoever. <laughs> I laugh in your hate. Oh. Will you guys be doing an auction held on the text line to play with hosts of the show? With <laughs> half going to a charity of their choice and the other half going to a guy's checking account who runs a hot dog stand. Money's due by the end of the day and it can be sent to a random dude's vet. Venmo account, Doug, that's from Deke Dotem, who just sent in a picture of two guys in a stall eating french fries. Oh, I didn't need the picture. Oh. We don't have auction off players for the J. Randolph Jr. Club page championship. That may be for the Dotem. Big old fan says he's told you that he doesn't play golf. You guys had a conversation. When? Yeah. I love the poorly educated. I do know, like, I, I don't remember. When did we have? I did, we didn't have a I don't conversation. Think he's ever called in. I thought that we've always wanted him to call in. All right. Well, now I'm going to the text history. If he says he said it, and that's fine. I believe him. Uh, guys, I love Renters Roundtable, followed by golf tips from 18 plus handicaps. That's from the reluctant mm. cuck. He said it a couple times. So good for big old fan. Big old fan will not be. So it's Todd Reesing. If, if Reesing wants to play, yeah, but Big Old Fan did say a few times, actually, that he does not play golf on Friday. As a man who dabbles with butt stuff, the shaving of the butt, in, just in case you randomly get your prostate licked, does not add up. My, ask my wife, and I solely just fish in the dark now. Oh. I don't think that's a good sign. That's from Buzz. Oh. I love the poorly educated. <laughs> I think we all do. Well, I'm with him there for somebody that makes up his own stories. 
Uh, I think you're right. It is made up. There's nobody can shave their own butt. <laughs> oh. With a well, dick, I, there's no way. You can't see it. It's physically possible, though, that you could be real you clever. You just stick a hand back there and start oh, it's, that's physically, shaving? It's physically possible. Here's the thing. It's high risk, though. Yeah. It might be a lot of, like, let's say you go pee in the middle of the night. Mm. You can navigate your apartment or house without seeing anything. Yeah. You just go by feel. So if you do a couple feel downs and feel where the hair is, where you need to start and finish, you oh. can almost just do that by just, you know, just that hand motion know where it starts and ends. I remember seeing some Nair commercials where they just spray it on their legs and then they wipe Ooh. with a tissue and the hair comes right off. Is that off. right? You suppose that's what they're no, doing? No, this guy, I, I talked about it when he sent it in because he talked about this this girlfriend of his surprisingly tossing his salad. No. And then he said, but I was prepared because I had already shaved it. And I thought, wow, did you shave with a bick? And then he, he wrote in, yes, he, oh. he he felt like he owed that to her. <laughs> and he says he's never had a nick or a cut, and for the life of me, that oh. strikes me as high risk. Maybe he's got rugged skin down there. I wouldn't put a razor anywhere near I mean, I made that mistake once so you did shaving. Not my butt, my pubes. Now um, what happened? Oh, God. Well, the, the, the top is no big deal, but, you, you know, in order to, if you want to shave your balls... <laughs> you can't no. put a ra- you can't put a razor down there. Oh yeah, when you gotta lift the hood, I that's when oh. real man come to play. Yeah. You needed uh, the, the manscape. We used to have that thing. Yeah. Um, when you lift that, out, yeah. That's but that, so that at least that wasn't bad. That was a razor, but still that would. I used a a bick, and I nicked a ball. And I got infected. Oh yeah. That thing looked like a grapefruit. Oh. I mean, until I took some antibiotics and got rid of the infection, it went down pretty quickly. But still. God, the next day I said, "My God, I can't, I can't walk." Everything was like that. I know, like I'm with Iggy because those are so sensitive areas. Because when I did mine, I thought I had a hemorrhoid because it felt like it was like an almond size. Oh, I was right by my hole. It was oh. like inflamed. So, yeah, watch out for that, ma'am. I don't think that's worth it. Have your girl do it. I remember that because the next night we went out to dinner for I think my sister's birthday or something, and I'm I'm walking like a peg leg. Somebody in the family goes, what's wrong with you? I said, my ball's the size of a grapefruit. Ah, this is the family conversation, wasn't it? Oh, that's what we're talking over the dinner table. Hell. So you got to be careful down there. Okay. I sure as I wouldn't put a bick by my this ass. This was at the charcoal house where you ate? No, I think we were at Red Lobster, actually. Oh, gosh. All right. Yeah, I don't want to. Well, maybe stop shaving so much. <clears throat> I don't want to look like the Australian Outback. So you're still shaving? Yes. But not nicking? No. Okay. I kind of I kind of get as close as I can. I got an electric thing, but I get as close to the, the ball as possible without oh. touching the ball. <laughs> just kind of outline it. I didn't need the sound effect. Did not need I like the sound that. I like that it helped. And Young, I'll play Doug. We're both terrible, both sexy. I'm a diversity. He's a white. Sounds like a perfect entry, uh, parent, perfect pairing to me. Any chance Ken or Cletus could cover my entry fee? Thanks. That's from Cold Speed writer Brian Henshin. Oh, okay. Uh, somebody said that we've already said Stephen Wilde was playing KG in O-Town. Oh, yeah. as, as always, we're locked in and forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I was high. I'm a stoner. Okay, I'm done with today. Bye. That's from Ray King. He's gone. <laughs> He's out. Right, well, He's hear out. from me in 10 minutes. I think the shaving discussion probably turned him off. Why? Wow, you're just trying to give people advice. I don't know that they need it. If you're not shaving, you should. 
And if you're going to shave, you need to do it properly. Who are we to be the people dispensing advice? Don't you, don't you care what you look like down there? I mean, you want to get undressed and look in the mirror, and you just you can't even see it because it's got so much Ooh, hair. So many tufts. I just don't know who we are to be giving hygienic advice. Well, I shave, so I'm just giving you a shave. If you don't shave, you can't give advice. Oh. I shave. I got a little bit of the the, the winter bush going. <laughs> just a few. Like you make an effort, extra effort to grow it a little deeper, a little that thicker. First no, you just, just kind of forget about it because you're not really wearing anything. Any shorts or anything? So you have, to worry about uh, have you ever worn shorts where it came out the bottom of the shorts? <laughs> no, I went up when I uh, every once in a while when I wore the speedos. You'd have a little tuft at the top. Oh, I've got a landing strip. But you didn't really care about it. I've got a landing strip. No, it's like a five o'clock shadow. God, that would be quite a sight if you were to wear the speedo again. Do you think you might model that again for us? Trumps. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you would. Enough money involved. What would it take to get a photo shoot of you in a speedo? I don't know. Make an offer. Undercarriage shrubs of a bear. Five dollars? <laughs> oh, no, anymore now. I gave Pepper and Jeannie a chance last week. Um, 22 and a half minutes of pube talk. <laughs> Those were glory days. Those were when I first started. I had a ton of topics. <laughs> ton of topics. <laughs> I wish there'd be a huge topic that was we could talk about. We just brought back Pepper and Jeannie for one day. Oh wow! Come back to talk about this topic. We got to find a hot topic that really is getting in our crawl. Me and you, Plaza. Just do a one day only Pepper and Jeannie, and then take it away again. I don't know if anything annoys me enough. Mosellock. I don't know if we do a full <laughs> one on that. We'll think of something. So it's coming back. One wow. day only. Surprise return engagement. When something comes up that Plowsy and I are both uh, either really enthused about or upset about, maybe we'll bring it back for one day and talk about it. Yeah, we'll open up that dotum Venmo again and get it cracking. <laughs> are you upset enough about the water being shut off in your apartment to talk about it? I don't have a, uh, no, I don't have a good take on that. it doesn't affect Plowsy. It's something that has to affect both of us. It affects him if you come in all soapy. Well, but I also said <laughs> it came so back on four hours say. later and it's... I got back in the shower and got all the stickiness off me. Yeah, but you were still sapinaceous. <laughs> Although I put it on my Facebook page. and uh, You felt the need to post I said it. I've you never, said you were sticky on your Facebook page? I said I've never been so sticky. Ooh. Oh, man, that's a terrible move. And probably the best reply was Learn, who said, No, I've heard your Jamaican stories. I guarantee you've been stickier. 806 wow. for the Learn watch. Learn hits at 806? Yeah. How are the sports? Are they great? Quit encouraging him to talk! Some John Marduk has done. <laughs> the guy who has vomit residue throughout his apartment cooks three-week-old fish and exclusively shops for clothes at Dollar Tree. It's waxing poetic about personal hygiene. It's wonderful to listen to. That's from out in the parking lot. It's little Tommy mm. Turbins on a trike. Okay. Well, I've never bought clothes at Dollar General or Dollar Tree. I'm guessing this... Thing I'm wearing today costs more than anything in your closet. <laughs> uh, how much did you pay for that? I don't remember. <laughs> well, then how do you know it costs more than what we have in our closet? Well, I don't remember if I got it on sale or not. I mean, normally they're $110. I don't know if I got it on sale or not. And you think this people is huge. <laughs> you think most people don't have anything in their closet that costs $110? Little Tommy Tribbins? No. 
He's just a neighborhood kid, Doug. Uh, hey, Tim, when my ex got her chewing gum stuck in my ass crack hair after nights of tossing and tongue punching, she had to rip the gum out the next morning, and it pulled most of the whole hair out. It was painful but beautiful. Mm. Thanks. That's the recovering alcoholic Gosh. in Belleville and Webster. We lost Mayor Dawn. Whole hair. I'm not coming back. Well, that's how women get bikini waxes. They put that tape on there and rip. So I guess you could do that to your butthole, too. Mm. <laughs> Suppose you could do that just by the way. Me some glory hole. Doug, they're not happy with me now. Tuning back in after 30 minutes, and he's still talking about the shower. Please, Tim! It's from Scooter, Doug. He's not happy now. Yeah, you just happen to turn it back on when Doug asked me about the thing again. I spent five seconds on it, so in the last 30 mm. minutes, you didn't listen. You happen to turn it back on right then. You think maybe that's a service we should provide? <laughs> Some sort of waxing service? That's a bad those? idea, actually. They could come in while we're going private with them oh, I'll and give them a waxing? Well, when they sign up for the waxing, the waxing they got to, you know, be descriptive on just how, what the tough situation is. So you know kind of what we're walking into. How they much can tape plan to get. your day around. Yeah, yeah I, I mean... It's not going to be a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. If they're, you know, if you're talking tough town USA, mm. simple duct tape would work, wouldn't it? Oh my God, that would hurt so bad. What about your band aids? <laughs> just no, that won't work. Yeah, soft cloth. Yeah. I right, forget <laughs> about the butt and the pubes. Just here's something. At least do something with the ears, the nose, and the eyebrows. Those are things you can take care of. Yeah. You have to do that. I walk and I see some guy that looks like a party favor coming out of his nose. I mean, it's just a little thing. Up. Done. The same with the eyebrows. you got hair hanging everywhere. Yeah. That's easily taken care of. It is. And it doesn't hurt. It's hard to believe people would look into a mirror and see hair coming out of their ears and not want to do something about it. Not to mention her hot body that looks hot in a bikini. Or the fact that the, the wife or the girlfriend or, or somebody didn't say something to them. Yeah, you got shocks of Maybe hair coming out. to say, why don't you trim your nose hair? Same with the unibrow. If you got a unibrow, just take a razor. You're done. Yeah. I've got hair that people would die to have. <laughs> hmm. True. That's a guy playing a character that entertains me. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, is Don, he a New York guy? Any Jackson? Le Don LaGreca. There yeah. you go. Don LaGreco. Okay. He's on with Michael K. and Peter Rosenberg. Uh, Nutsack Jim has just left the show also. Yep, I'm out. <laughs> okay. See you soon. Well, with a name like Nutsack Jim, you'd think he'd be interested in this segment. <laughs> Doug, how do you think you earn a name like Nutsack Jim? <laughs> you think it's like size? Probably. Or Especially large Nutsack. No, it's probably a nut story, a Nutsack story. <laughs> Maybe he was a skateboarder and fell on a rail when he was a kid and oh, exploded gosh. one of the testes. <laughs> it sounds like one of the names in Goodfellas when they're passing through the, mm -hmm. the cabana lounge. And the other side. And Watch out, here comes Jim. Nutsack Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, does the TMASTL app send out a push notification for when hijackings are over? That's from the Crestwood <laughs> Coyote. What a bad idea. That's yeah, over. I'll take the rest of the segment off. <laughs> that hijack humble brag. Hybrid gets a 3 out of 10. Started with the ham-handed and wholly irrelevant learn mention, then followed with some farcical flex about the BOGO tops in his closet. That's from Brian Henschen, and he'll be covering the Super Bowl to get mm. ready for the Chiefs going up against the Colts in next year's okay. AFC Championship. Uh, Peter King, I've been reading his Monday morning quarterback, although he, doesn't, he hasn't allowed to call that anymore. I wonder if that was a really? thing that Sports Illustrated owned now that he's over at NBC, uh, pro football talk. 
uh, with regard to if you're a Lions fan this morning. I think not only does Detroit deserve nothing but immense credit this morning for a season like none other. Wouldn't that be no other? Like none other? Maybe it works. Either, I guess. But when the pain goes away, the city and the franchise and the players will realize what a great run these Lions had and especially how this team so often imposed its will on excellent teams. I'm thinking of the first half in the title game, um, that offensive line, uh, for goodness sake, mashed the liner, Niners with 148 yards on the ground at seven yards a clip. So, so much to build on for this young, energetic, and innovative team. That's from Peter King this morning. I don't know if it'll be remembered like that. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if you're both the Ravens and the Lions, this is going to be the kind of loss that will be really tough to pick yourself up from. Yeah. Maybe I'm off on that. I still feel like the 2001 Rams had a hangover in 2002. Uh, I didn't realize most people wouldn't remember this or be alive for it, but they were 0-6 to start the season, and there were expectations that they would be returning to the Super Bowl that year. When you lose like that in both cases with the self-inflicted errors, um, I think that, that, I mean, to me, Josh Reynolds was the most egregious as far as a player goes, and then you have Zay Flowers on the Baltimore side. I mean, those are two tough things to pick yourself up from. The Ravens have home field advantage, a dominant team, and they play a bad game uh, on the offensive side of the football with the league MVP having another bad playoff game. And the Lions have all kinds of things to uh, drive themselves up the wall. And you just it's so tough to get back. You need health to fall in line. You need players to stick around. And you need another team not to pass you by. This was the Lions' opportunity and I would imagine that this is going to hurt for a long time. I don't think it will be looked back on with the way that Peter King writes. Maybe I'm off. No. Well, I think it'll be looked back worse for Detroit fans just because of how close you got. And you're losing your offensive coordinator, more than likely taking the Washington job or whatever job is open within the next 24, 48 hours. And that kind of, you know, your genius at the helm there. He drew up a lot of really great plays throughout the entire season, and you never know how that team's going to go getting a year older with a new offensive coordinator. It could be the only chance that's that they get thing, a deep man. run, and that's why you don't go for it on fourth down, down three. That's why you don't run the ball for it on third down. It's not hindsight. It's just smart football. It's not what you did in week eight you should do in the conference championship game. That's stupid. It's stupid. And Dan Campbell cost them the game, man. I know they had a couple fumbles, but his three calls, two calls, cost them the game, and it's absolutely on him. Yeah. I'm critical of, of some of those moves, as big of a fan of his as I've become. But, God, Josh Reynolds had two terrible drops. Two terrible drops. I mean, God. Uh, the game-changing drops. I mean, the, the first fourth down that they went for, That I, I don't know if that's getting more attention than, than the second one that they went for. Uh, it should be noted that the Lions kicker is not particularly great. They don't have what... What the, uh, for example, in the AFC Championship with Butker and Justin Tucker on the Lions' uh, side of the ball. But with that all established, that was a that was a pass completion that Reynolds dropped, and then over the middle, and I think that was on a third down, and then they wound yeah. up having a punt. It was the <coughs> yeah. third, where Reynolds so been, was been a first wide. Down, yeah. Oh my God, he was wide open. Yeah. Holy crap! Goff made a few. I mean, he had uh, Williams went right through his hands in the end zone. Would have been a tough catch. It was over his shoulder, but it went through his hands. Uh, it looked. I, I thought the exact same thing live, and then they showed the replay, and I'm like, if anything, the mistake Williams made. He had a great day yesterday. The Ritter product, Jamison Williams, and so 
good to see him back after his injury because it was starting to look like he was a bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stopped. He kind of stutter stepped, stopped at about the 10 or 15 yard line, and I think that cost him being in the perfect position to catch yeah. it. From a quarterback debacle standpoint, it's to me, I mean, I know you're not saying it was worse than Lamar Jackson, but God, Lamar Jackson throwing in a triple coverage. On yeah. Isaiah Likely in the end zone. What and why is Isaiah Likely raising his hand like Dude, he's open? that is an. <laughs> hey, I'm open. Yeah, except the, for the three guys. Got a safety <laughs> barreling in on him. He's wrapped with two corners on him. I didn't get it. Yeah, you do that when you're open, so the quarterback sees you, and all he saw was the hand, and then whoops, there's three guys on top of me. Yeah, he did but, that a couple times. He but, threw into triple coverage. But I mean, taking and taking away from you know the self-inflicted wounds that I keep focusing on with the Lions and the Ravens, Patrick Mahomes now. Has played in six AFC Championship games in six seasons and four Super Bowls in Mm -hmm. six seasons. And he's 28 years old. And it just shows what a quarterback like that can do for a franchise. I mean, he could be on his way to being in the conversation for being the greatest of all time. As crazy as that sounds, because it's kind of like, okay, Brady, and then nobody's going to be able to reach that. But the guy's 28 years old. He'll get another shot at the 49ers. And uh, a chance for yet another Super Bowl championship. We haven't seen a team repeat since the Patriots uh, 20 years ago after they beat the Panthers and the Eagles, if uh, my memory serves. You've seen a number of teams get back, but they haven't been able to win it. And in this case, he's got that. The pairing with Kelsey after Kelsey had a real issue. and I don't know if it was a mental issue or what, but with drops earlier in the season. He has two touchdowns yesterday. But uh, And then Brock Purdy. And really, Brock Purdy yesterday, not only did he bounce back from really a bad performance against the Packers, but it was his ability to run. He had 51 yards. Yeah, he can scoot. That came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That was huge. So credit to Mahomes and, uh, and, and Purdy. And then he's, he lives forever, Doug. You always said you thought Billy Devaney and Steve Spagnuolo, when you watched those guys, that felt like... They looked like a couple guys that probably played 10, 12 years in the league. Ah. Knew everything about football and that they belong there. But Steve Spagnolo is a defensive coordinator, man. I mean, he has done the job, and he had a hell of a day yesterday. And uh, and the 49ers, I mean, bouncing back like that, down 24-7. to 7. Certainly things could have changed with a different call on the Lions' part, but uh, to pick themselves up, certainly there were some breaks, but... Uh, these other teams also played a role in what, what happened. It wasn't just the Lions and the Ravens shooting themselves in the foot. If I was a coach, the thing that would keep me up at night and make me angriest are the unsportsmanlike conduct. Oh, yeah. The guys get after a whistle. It is You'd so, be all over that Zay Flowers is, this morning if we were in Baltimore. Yeah, it's so selfish to put yourself and your little emotions first ahead of the team to say, I'm going to push this guy now after the whistle because I'm mad and cost your team... 15 yards and maybe the game some of these some of these penalties have such a huge effect I, th- I think it's the motion of the game I, I unless you're making contact with someone going face mask to face mask you should be able to kind of say a lot of what you feel in moments and you should be able to taunt a little bit I, I t- to me it just you're ruining the game of pure emotion I mean these guys don't generally would act like that normally but this is the the heat of the moment, you make a big catch, you know, you're you're on the verge of scoring and completely changing the momentum of a championship game. To to throw, though, blatantly without any contact, I think you should be able to taunt, man. I think you should be Why? able to. Because these are grown men and adults. So act like it. Oh, God. It's just like be, everybody has to be so silent in golf. It's like, God, if they can't play with any noise, then maybe they can't play. I think you should play with a little bit of emotion and not have the consequences. You can play with emotion without. penalty. 
emotion without acting like a just a spoiled brat child. I don't know. Kelsey does it a lot. Never me. Kelsey never gets called for it, and he, I, I, I've seen him more egregious than what Zay Flowers was. I just don't get it. I, I don't get how they are. You know, sometimes they call him, and sometimes they let him play. I guess it's the refs, but well, Kelsey does it when he gets a first down or something. He'll put the football down and point, but he's not. He's not doing it right in front of the guy, spinning it in front of his face and looking at him and saying it's something. It's the hitting. Him. It's the pushing after the whistle. Or that I don't like. Headbutting somebody. I think in the an headbutting argument. and the contact, but I think you should be able to look at somebody and say, you know, sit down or you know. Well, I think they all. do that all day. That's going on all, all the entire game. Contact is definitely an issue for me, so I, I'd call it like that. But I, I, just the heat of the moment and those things. It's like calling a foul at the end of a basketball game. You, well, you know, you swallow the whistle sometimes in those moments. The NFL was still a pretty good game in the years before people taunted and acted so crazy after they make a play. It was still a good game. And they taunted. I mean, they've been taunting since the 80s. Well, the taunting, but not the over-the-top celebrations because you made a tackle. Deion Sanders your team's down by 20 I mean, and you're Deon running 20 yards down the, at the 40-yard line. We do talk about it. They, they did way more. They, I mean, they were able to do way more back then. Oh, they could chuck stick guys and, like, basically slide their scrotum over their uh, face and they're getting now? up. Like, yeah, the footballs in the 80s and 90s, you were able to taunt and smack talk. They, you can't do anything of that now. It's Oh, I think they still do that all the time. Like I said, they Deion Sanders would literally high step from the 40-yard line and point at a defender. That's not, that's not taunting? That's, no, it that, is taunting. Yeah, it is. It's They'll showboating and taunting. Them. Yeah. But I think they, I'm sure they're talking and taunting the whole game down there. Oh, yeah. But which is, I'm not against that. I'm against the, the late hits after the whistle or somebody said something to you after your play, so you walk up and you push him and you get 15 yards. The instigator. That, that yeah. part is inexcusable. I, I hate, though, that the where they get the, the guy who's not instigating, but the guy who's retaliating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was Van Noy yesterday did one on uh, Kelsey. Yeah, he did. He got penalty. Uh-huh. And Kelsey just started laughing his ass off. Yeah. yeah. It's like you bait him and then you got him. Yeah. Guys, good news in St. Louis is at least the Dome had a monster truck rally last night. That's from the 314. Did that they? is true. It was yeah. packed, too, from what I heard. Oh, oh they sell those out it was usually. packed. Look, yeah. the, like the pictures I saw. Where do you they suppose were... they come from to go to that? Bridgeton. If people don't get a chance to go to John's Island, then the alternative is you head on down. I guess. Yeah. Plowsy, watch the Flowers replay. He shoves the defender before getting up and spinning the football. That's from Lake St. Louis Island, boy. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I, yeah, any contact. I thought there was another one he got called for as well with just talking down to a player. If you make any contact, I, I'm with you. That, that, that's, you can't do that. I don't like when you, you can't get up and spin the football on the ground and look at your opponent and oh, kind of look get, down on them. They get away with that. They get away with I've seen a lot of calls now. Or on verge of that. And I don't like that. You should let them play. Well, they did get rid of the <clears throat> celebration rule. You can now do that in the end zone, and they go overboard. Doug, with the that. bob and weave was uh, right. That was outlawed. But if you if you pick up a say you recover a fumble, and you're on your opponent's thirty yard line, and you and seven of your teammates run seventy yards to the other end zone and start celebrating, that's got to stop. Yeah, mugging for the Just camera. Just stupid. You get a sack with three other guys, and you come running out of the pile quickly and start pounding your chest. It was me. It was me. I did it. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, act like you've been there before. Stop yeah. with that. Yeah, I agree. Down I'm, 28 I'm not sure to nothing. You, a... you hit a defenseless guy and bop him out of bounds, and you sit there and pump your chest. Yeah. You're down 28 nothing. 
Get back to the huddle. I, I don't think that should be a penalty when you're doing no, that. No, not a it's penalty. Just it's just kind of classless. It. It's, yeah. You look like an idiot when you're doing that. Uh, 823, let's wrap up the Munganass St. Louis Acura. Munganass Burkhart, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Still so much to get to, uh, including the design air heating and cooling email of the day. The, the Blues are on a hot streak, and you were starting to sure. say when they get hot, they will if win If we can baby. just get ah! hot, we can win this baby. And we're hot now, five straight. Hoist the chalice. Finish before the All-Star break with a win tomorrow night in CBJ. And, well, how do you do? No, how I'm do fine. you do? I'm fine. Uh, we'll uh, talk it over uh, on that. Plenty of sound of wonderful Francesa clip as well. This is the morning after presented to you by Brian and Crouppen.